3: I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Friday, January 19th. i will tell you about federal investigations of the grounded Boeing planes.
4: I'm KNSF, meteorologist and holiday. They want to reach for the heavier coat again this morning. Another blast of arctic air is back in Wichita. Your complete forecast, including the weekend outlook, is coming up.
3: Currently in Wichita, we have a mostly cloudy sky. It's five degrees with wind chill at negative 9 Here on this Friday morning, federal investigators have completed inspections on the first round of grounded Boeing 737 MAX jets. The Federal Aviation Administration has inspected the
4: first 40 737 MAX 9 jets. The FAA is reviewing data and convening a corrective action review board to go over the results before
3: deciding if the planes can resume flights. MAX 9 jets are grounded after
4: a cabin panel blew out on January 5th. There were 171 planes grounded after the Alaska air incident. FAA Administrator Mike Whitaker says his agency is planning an audit of Boeing's production. Ginny Cosola, Fox News.
3: We have more on this Boeing story, but first, let's get some breaking news going on in traffic, Jad. Well, right now we've got a traffic accident. This is just starting to back
2: things up uh, westbound on Kellogg. And the accident itself is right there at Grove Street, uh, that backup starting to get all the way back to around Oliver or so, uh, already already past Hillside. So uh, just watch out for a slowdown again in westbound. Kellogg, an accident at Grove, which is pretty close to I-135.
3: Thank you, Jad. And now going back to that Boeing story, federal officials are looking into exactly how the panel was produced by Spirit Aerosystems and installed on that Alaska Airlines plane that had the mishap. The panel was manufactured in Malaysia by Boeing's leading supplier. And that development puts more attention on Boeing's global supply chain. Over a period of many years, Boeing has outsourced much of its manufacturing. Meanwhile, Boeing CEO David Calhoun made a visit this week to Wichita to the factory at Spirit Aerosystems, vowing that the two companies will work together to get better. Calhoun and Spirit CEO Patrick Shanahan met with about 200 Spirit employees in what the companies termed a town hall Shanahan is a former Boeing executive and acting U.S. defense secretary whose nomination by President Donald Trump to lead the Pentagon failed. The Biden administration is taking more action designed to eliminate student loan debt. Student loans are being canceled for 74,000 borrowers, more than half of them teachers, nurses, firefighters, and other individuals with 10 or more years of public service, President Biden says. The Biden administration has relied on executive actions and technical fixes to existing loan forgiveness programs to cancel debt for more than 3.5 million Americans, though a larger forgiveness plan projected to total $400 billion in debt relief for tens of millions was struck down by the Supreme Court Last year, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Multiple vehicles crashed on the downtown Wichita Kellogg flyover shortly after 9 o'clock yesterday morning. A U-Haul truck carrying baked goods rolled off the eastbound Kellogg during the crash, falling off the south side of Kellogg and landing below the highway near Washington Street. That truck skidded from its initial landing point and came to rest on the train tracks below the flyover. A victim in the truck was hospitalized in serious condition. People who were traveling behind the truck who saw the accident exited Kellogg, and then they went down to pull the driver out of the truck. One day's time in the nation's capital, showcasing both sides of the abortion debate.
1: Thursday, speaking to the U.S. Conference of Mayors, Vice President Kamala Harris said she's dismayed by states that pass abortion laws that don't offer exceptions. She says it tells women whose bodies have been criminally violated... ...that you don't have the authority or right to make a decision about what happens to your body next. Those who are against abortion are flooding the nation's capital for the annual March for Life, providing an opposing view for what is expected to be a key campaign issue. Gernal Scott, Fox News.
3: A big discovery by scientists and... Story out of Oklahoma that you just have to hear to believe. It's all coming up. KNSS News Time, 804. 808 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Scientists discover what they say is
4: the largest coral reef. NOAA's ocean explorers say the new coral reef they found is the Earth's longest and largest. It spans 600 miles under the U.S. east coast, running from the tip of Florida up to the waters off Charleston, South Carolina, and encompasses 6.4 million undersea acres. Their discovery was published last week in the journal Geomatics and disproves the long-held belief that the Atlantic coast was a dead zone for marine life. The scientists involved now say the zone is teeming with active and growing reef. In Miami, Eben Brown, Fox News.
3: Yeah, you got to hear this story. This comes out of Oklahoma and a state representative in Oklahoma is not happy with what's going on.
2: Furries are people who dress up in costumes looking like giant stuffed animals and claim to identify with animals who have human characteristics. But a bill from Oklahoma State Representative J.J. Humphrey would force a student's parent or guardian to pick them up from school if they show up dressed like an animal. It's insanity. We need to call it what it is. And I'm happy to run the bill and address it. And if a parent can't pick up the student, the bill would let animal control services remove the student from class. But some, including Markson, a self-described furry enthusiast, takes issue with Humphrey's proposal. I'm tempted to just go right up to the Capitol, make an appointment, and just ask him, like, hey, do you... Do you do you want to know more? Others say the bill distracts from the real focus, which is improving the state's education system. C.J. Papa, Fox
3: News. Well, that's almost a gridiron skit that writes itself. Right oh there? yeah, yeah. It's I wish that would bit. happen in Kansas, instead of <laughs> Oklahoma. of <laughs> well, right. sorry,
2: sorry to in high, any high school that are Bears or Panthers or Tigers because you can't have mascots in Oklahoma anymore.
3: It's eight ten with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And right now in traffic,
2: uh, well. The North Junction, I-135, I-235, and K96. We've got uh, a slow down there and a stalled out vehicle up by 29th Street North, northbound. Uh, but we've also got that traffic accident now, so you'll want to avoid this if you can. Westbound on Kellogg. The accident happened at Grove. The backup is going back uh, almost to Oliver right now, so uh, watch out there. Again, that's the big one. Westbound on Kellogg and that's right around Grove Street or just east of I-135. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
4: And a look at our weather forecast with meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A wind show advisory now in effect this morning in Wichita as yet another Arctic air mass has settled in. The good news is this one will not last as long as the last one did, likely making its exit by the end of the weekend. Mostly sunny with a high 18 this afternoon, clear and 3 tonight, tomorrow's high 20. On KNSS, meteorologist and Holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a mostly cloudy sky. It is
3: five degrees with a wind chill at negative nine. You're at Wichita's severe weather station, 98.7 and thirteen thirty KNSS. Hey, find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. Right there at the clock tower in Delano, one of Wichita's great treasures, Hatman Jacks. Hey, what's to do in Wichita this weekend?
0: Hey guys, how you doing? I hope you're having a great morning so far. What a fun show you have. Hey, we have a lot going on in Wichita as always, and I'd love to share it with you. First off, how about some rodeo cowboys and cowgirls coming up this weekend, uh, January the 19th and 20th, out at Hartman Arena, PRCA rodeo. It's wild, it's unpredictable, you know you gotta love it. Love that bull riding and all the other events. They have kids' night on Friday night, so kids 2 to 12 years old get in free. So if you want to see some great rodeoing, just head out there to Hartman Arena and have a good time this weekend. Also coming up in Wichita, we have U.S. Figure Skating, Midwestern Synchronized Skating Sectional Championships. That's a long title, isn't it? We are proud Visit Wichita is hosting this event, and it is January 24th through the 27th at Interest Bank Arena, I mean, there will be so many skaters there, 100 teams, more than 1,000 athletes, and the ages anywhere from 7 years old to 70 years old. Can you imagine ice skating at 70 years old? Good job to them. I'm terrible. I tried it once and about broke my ankle, never tried it again, but it's going to be a fabulous event. Hey, and it generates almost $2.5 million in economic impact here in Wichita, just this tournament, so that's pretty incredible. So go out and support them. And they are, hey, they are looking for volunteers. So if you'd like to volunteer, make sure you go to visitwichita.com and find out more information. That'd be pretty fun, I think, to be around those awesome athletes. That's January 24th through the 27th. And then we have some new exhibits at Exploration Place. These are always fun. Bricktopia. It's 3,300 pounds of Legos. That's a lot of Legos, isn't it? Uh, and it creates an epic playground of imagination. So you can take the kiddos over there to see that. Uh, these exhibits start January 26th. That's Bricktopia. Hey, and then we have Skyscraper Science Show. It's a life science show. You can experience a simulated earthquake if you were in the skyscraper. Also a bolt of lightning, how it would feel. So uh, get out there and check out those new exhibits at Exploration Place. We have so much going on in our great city. And you can always go to visitwichita.com for all the latest information and event calendar. So enjoy your great day.
3: And thanks to Jamel Halaparic for that update what to do in Wichita this weekend from visitwichita.com. It is eight fourteen with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It We're down to eight teams in the National Football League heading towards the Super Bowl. It's the conference semifinals this weekend, so we got four games on tap. Coming up. The final of those four games is Sunday evening in Buffalo. The Bills hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. And as always on a Friday morning, we welcome the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Good morning, Mitch.
5: Good morning, Theodore. And good morning to the folks at American Ag Credits. Cold, hot, frozen, they're there. Uh, 800-848-65-agloan.com. And did I hear that lady say you could feel what, like, a lightning bolt feels like going
4: through your body. <laughs> well, what did, something what like that. that?
5: Yeah. Uh, closest thing I've had is a whoopee cushion. <laughs> but uh, so a little electric charge. You know, I don't know. Maybe they'll get me going to the playoffs. But yeah, no, I'm a. Uh, Mitchie's in playoff mode today, baby. We're riding in sabers drawn going into the mouth of the dragon here.
3: Hey, it'll be about 30 degrees warmer than it was for your last
5: game. <laughs> How about that? 25 degrees. It'll be 25 degrees at kickoff, 30 degrees warmer than what we had last Saturday night, uh, Ted. So, yes, people go, you're in the warm booth. You don't know what's going on. I do a uh, live, Facebook live pregame show for the Chiefs, 65TPT, our Chiefs uh, production group. And I do that. So I was down there for an hour and a half on the field. And I'm telling you, there's only one other time, I think, in my life I remember uh, more cold than that. And for our guys to play at that level in those conditions, as I put out on Twitter, slash X, uh, I've never been more proud of a team. That's a standalone game. That's more than just winning a wild card game. Uh, That sets by itself, in my opinion. Yeah, and
3: that's one that people will remember for decades.
5: Decades. And our fans, oh, my gosh, and a lot of them came from Wichita and are Mm -hmm. listening to us now that came and braved the cold and said, let's go, it's a playoff game, let's win this. They were loud and they were into it. I think Miami was even stunned with uh, the atmosphere of that crowd. But now it all changes. So, uh, like Lord of the Rings, we'll ride out to meet them. Uh, we're not. Uh, we're going into the uh, twenty-four inches of snow or whatever they got. Uh, I mean, they, they've they've got snow on top of snow on top of snow
1: mm-hmm.
5: in uh, in Buffalo. Way more than twenty-four inches, like twenty-four feet. I mean, it's they're just buried there. But we're playing and we're leaving in the morning. And let's do this.
3: This one is a watershed moment for quarterback Patrick Mahomes, his first road playoff game.
5: Yeah, and I, that's always got an asterisk by it. And I've been talking about this in playoffs, I'm sorry, in shows this week. I've mentioned Super Bowl 55. And actually, the host of a show that I do in Des Moines goes, Oh, come on, Mitch, that wasn't a true, that's a Super Bowl. No, no, wait a minute. That was COVID Super Bowl mm-hmm. in Tampa Bay, the first time a quarterback had ever had to play essentially on the road uh in a playoff game because that wasn't corporate you know carl showing up you know sipping cognac and smoking (laughs) cigars this was free tickets given to tampa bay people including 10 and they were i mean if it okay it felt like a road game we pulled up we're getting peppered with cans and crap like we used to and we got in oakland and then our friends and family bus almost got they started rocking it and almost pulled it over on its side like you know, some third-world riot or something. Yeah. No, that was a road game, although technically it looks like it's neutral, but that that was anything but neutral in that game. More so close-looking game, I would say. Yeah,
3: More, taking a closer yeah. look at the Chiefs and the Bills, these teams met just five weeks ago in Arrowhead Stadium, the infamous Kadarius Toney offsides, lateral that never happened, a touchdown play, and here we are five weeks later with the season on the line for both teams.
5: Well, you mentioned Watershed. It's the best way to describe that game for Buffalo. They were 6-6 six and six at yep. that time and had a 5% chance of making the or winning the AFC East, 5%. So give them credit. What they did was got a DeLorean, and they found Michael J. Fox, <laughs> and I forget the actor with the uh, white stringy hair, but they went back to the future and went back to the 2021 playbook because how they have won six games in a row, is hang on to the ball and use Josh Allen in the run game and James Cook, their uh, young runner who's good. They've actually used Dalton Kincaid, a rookie tight end of Utah, who's a younger version of Kelsey, and then they've kept their defense off the field. They're averaging 36 minutes of time of possession in this winning streak. So they're playing Smith Center slash Army football here. The defense has done a good job, but they're not on the field much. So give Buffalo credit. They've shown great resolve, and here they are.
3: Yeah, and the Chiefs, conversely, were coming off that uh, close loss at Green Bay, the close loss to Buffalo. Chiefs have won four out of five since and have played some of their best football of the season down the stretch.
5: Well, let's retreat here and get on our own time machine and go back to that uh, game against Buffalo. That was in the throes of the everybody's getting extra time for the Chiefs. Yeah. And... I'm, I'm going to say it. It's just, it's fact that every team had between nine and 14 days. And Buffalo had two weeks to get ready for that game in December. Mm-hmm. That's rare. It's really rare, Ted, to, to get a bye week that late.
4: yeah,
5: uh, And then to have it uh, to get two weeks ready for a game they had to have. Give Buffalo credit. I'm not going to discredit them all. I'm Wes Montooth holding the ladder of Josh Allen who's anchorman here, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm Vince Vaughn going, Grr, but I, I respect Josh Allen. But still, let's be honest, two weeks in December to get ready for a showdown game is rare in the NFL.
3: How are the Chiefs? Unless you get the bye. Unless you get the I'm bye in the, the, the playoffs bye.
5: like Baltimore and San Francisco has done. Yes, mm-hmm. they earned it.
3: How are the Chiefs physically heading into Sunday's matchup at Buffalo?
5: Won't have Derek Nottie, Um, And that hurts in this game. Because nobody's buying Derek Naughty jerseys, but he is the run stuffer. He is, uh, he's the handyman down the street that'll fix the plumbing when, it freezes, when your water line freezes up. And he's out for this game. So we'll put Big Mike Pinnell in there. Other than that, I would tell you we're all hands on deck. And this goes back to the value of winning the Cincinnati game uh, on New Year's Eve because that allowed us to get that pseudo bye week. That we've talked about rest after Thanksgiving, for any NFL player or team is it's just hard to you can't overvalue it. And so this team's rest uh, for the main players for that Charger game gave us the juice to win that brutally cold game and puts us in a good spot to go out and win on the road as we leave tomorrow morning.
3: Then and, and you mentioned I think it's supposed to is it supposed to snow most of the weekend and be done by Sunday?
5: Yes. yes but i think we'll get in. Now i keep as soon as i hang up with you i'm going to be checking alerts here like yeah. hey we got to, we're ready to scramble in any minute. We're going to walk into so much snow. They're not going to have time to clean that stadium. We're going to play this game. There'll be snowballs and snow fights and it's it's again we're it's lord of the wings. We're we're riding out to meet them. Okay, let the horn of hammer held send one more time. Like, we're, that's the mode we're in. And honestly, Ted, where our broadcast, this is a 70s stadium. This is the stadium where OJ played, all right? Yeah. Let's put it in perspective. Okay. So our vantage point there is in the crowd. We're in the middle. Basically, the crowd is, uh, it would be like at Coke Arena and going about three rows up in the crowd, like the old days. And that's our vantage point. Lenny Dawson almost got in a fight there. Kevin Harlan did get in a fight there. and Hughes' first visit there as a broadcaster, he'll be in a fight by the first quarter. They sit there and yell at you the whole day. They're going to throw snowballs at us, and they can't wait for us to like make some reaction because right. now they'll capture it on social media. Exactly. So we have to show our composure, too, with Sabres Drawn.
3: The Chiefs on the road at the Buffalo Bills in the conference semifinals. Pre-game coverage with Mitch Holtus and the Chiefs radio crew begins at 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon. The game will kick off at 5.30 p.m. Sunday right here on your Wichita radio home of the Chiefs, 98-7 and 1330 KNSS. Mitch, I must ask you, how does this matchup in Buffalo between the Bills and the Chiefs in the conference semifinals somehow relate to Wichita State Shocker football as part of our Eddie Ploppa Kansas City Chiefs Back to the Future Frozen Mustache Update.
5: You've got it. Uh, first of all, I'll tell you that I need to take some bodyguards to this game because it's going to get gnarly. I was going to take Sean Finley, uh, who's kind of my muscle in Wichita. I was going to take Bruce Harris, my brother-in-law, but he's a lover, not a fighter. And I was going to take McIntosh, but I can't find him. So we're just going to go with what we've got. Now, there's no Josh Allens that ever played for Wichita State. So I look at, I, I found a fascinating Allen, however, and his name, Noah Allen. So Noah Allen was a Creek background as uh, a Yuchi, Yuchi tribe. He grew up in Quapaw, Oklahoma. So he's Native American. And basically, I think mainly Creek, but was a good athlete at Quapaw. Somehow, he matriculates and gets to the University of Wichita. And Noah Allen was part of those really good late 40s teams, the mm-hmm. Linwood Sexton Group and mm-hmm. the guys that I referenced many times, the bowl teams. Of the University of Wichita era. Noah Allen, though, went on to become an excellent coach uh, with his Native American heritage. He coached for Winfield for the Vikings, Derby for the Panthers, Sill Indian School, Chanute Blue Comets, New Mexico State, and then he became athletic director at Wichita State. From 1965 to 1968, Noah Allen of the Creek Tribe uh, was AD at WSU, and he had to kind of set the vision for Sesson Stadium. And so Noah Allen, a skilled coach and administrator, who was president of the uh, team, uh, the Tennis Coaches Association, and he went on then to coach for Haskell Indian Nations in 1971, of course, the prominent Native American school in Lawrence, Kansas. But he's a member of the American Indian Hall of Fame. So tip of the cap to there's no Josh Allen, but there is a Noah Allen and uh, who uh, his heritage was represented very well by his career. Mitch,
3: great. You you can't have a dude
5: like that if you don't have a team. So bring it back, man. Bring it
3: back. Exactly. Mitch, enjoy your combative game. We will ride to meet them on Sunday, Kansas City in Buffalo. The game is right here on KNSS. Have a great call. And as we say, thank you, Mitch.
5: Thank you, Theodore. Thank you, Noah Allen. Thank you to Dr. Maharas and all of our doctors that listen to the segment. I'm taking them as our medical group. But let the horn of Hammerheld sound one more time. All right. All right. So right out to right out to meet them. Ted Saber's drawn.
3: We will do. Mitch, have a great call on Sunday. We appreciate it. Get the he'll get his snow gear on and get ready for the game at Buffalo on Sunday. Five thirty p.m. kickoff right here on KNSS. Our Friday morning visits with Mitch, as we mentioned, brought to you by American Ag Credit. It is eight twenty six with Stephen Ted here on KNSS coming up. Be telling you about uh the New Hampshire presidential primary and what's going on there. KNSS News Time 826.
0: Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game
0: you have 47 new voicemails
1: download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollars per order additional terms apply
0: odyssey celebrates mother's day brought to you by t-mobile
3: you can count on t-mobile to help you stay connected on america's largest 5g
5: network
4: Nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS.
3: Good morning. It is eight thirty four. You are listening to ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. It is Friday, January nineteenth. Currently in Wichita, it is five degrees with wind chill at negative nine. Latest polling from Suffolk University, the Boston Globe, and NBC10, showing former President Donald Trump leading with half- 50% of support in New Hampshire ahead of the nation's first primary.
0: Former President Donald Trump won 20 of Iowa's 40 Republican delegates on Monday, and he's looking to dominate again in New Hampshire. His rivals, Nikki Haley and Governor Ron DeSantis, locked in a battle for second place. Trump threw cold water on Haley's chances of winning against President Biden in the general election. Trump's interview with Hannity was his first since winning Iowa on Monday. Registered Democrats can't participate in New Hampshire's GOP primary, but moderate voters in the state are very influential, and independents can vote in either party's presidential primary.
3: That's Fox's Madeline Rivera with that report. Wichita City Manager Robert Layton is excited about a big new project for downtown Wichita.
5: I want to celebrate the um, Biomed Center and... You know, that's going to be constructed uh, starting in 2024. Uh, The city has a role in
2: terms of making sure there's sufficient parking and transit um, to help serve
5: uh, that project. But we're talking about 3,000 students, ultimately, that would be downtown, another few hundred in terms of uh, professors
4: or instructors.
3: And Layton says the Biomed Center is going to have a huge impact on the city's economic development. City Manager Robert Layton, our guest this weekend on Issues 2024. That's tomorrow and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock on KNSS.
4: Let's take a look at our weather forecast with meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Once again, temperatures fell back into the single digits overnight as we have another surge of Arctic air across south-central Kansas. we become partly sunny and breezy today with a high 18. Clear overnight, down to 3 degrees. It'll be sunny on Saturday with a high near 20. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday, And currently in Wichita,
3: we have a mostly cloudy sky. It is five degrees with a wind chill at negative nine here at Wichita's severe weather station, 98.7 and 1330, KNSS. 852 is Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Wichita Business Journal update is on the way. Now it's time for three big things. Three. Kansas lawmakers passing tax cuts for relief, but the governor expected to veto that flat tax proposal. Two. The Biden administration taking more action designed to eliminate student loan debt. One. Pro football in the playoffs, the conference semifinals, the Kansas City Chiefs in Buffalo taking on the Bills, kickoff 5.30 p.m. Sunday. Listen to the game here on KNSS. Three big things with Steve and Ted, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS
2: traffic this morning here in the wichita area just continue to watch out for a uh, traffic accident westbound on kellogg it's at grove street still slowing things down there uh, just continue to watch for that traffic on 98 7 and 1330 knss it is brought to you by joe dubrava and carl's good tire now they've got two locations downtown at market and waterman and 47 street south and broadway in the former kmart building there you can see it all at carlstire.com Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care.
3: And our weather forecast heading into the weekend. A wind chill advisory is in effect this morning. We're looking at a partly sunny and breezy day with a high of 18 degrees. Hoping under a clear sky tonight with a low down to 3 degrees. For the weekend, sunny and cold on Saturday. High tomorrow, 20. Saturday night, partly cloudy and windy. Low down to 15. Warming up a little bit on Sunday. A Partly sunny day, Sunday, high 35 Currently in Wichita, mostly cloudy, 5 degrees, wind chill at negative 9 here at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Hey, you know what makes a great gift? Anything from the Monarch. Hey, shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. It's the Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Great place to hang out, the Monarch. After Steve and Ted is done, then it's time for the Glenn Beck program from 9 to 11 a.m. on weekdays. Special guest at 9 o'clock this morning on Glenn Beck, Douglas Murray, New York Post columnist, talking about how extremism is being redefined. That's the Glenn Beck program coming up next on KNSS. Now it's time for a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. If 28 seems young to be taking over leadership of a Wichita automotive dealership, well, you have to realize A.J. Schofield has been in the business already for 22 years. Roger Schofield is a longtime managing partner of Schofield Honda. And he talks in this week's Biz Talk episode for the Business Journal about bringing son AJ along to the dealership starting at the age of six. AJ loved being there and over the course of the next two decades worked in and learned about every department of the company. So AJ Schofield talks about taking over on New Year's Day and using what he's learned over the years and applying it to his role as managing partner. He talked about an AJ flavor, wanting to empower people in authority positions to make decisions And trust his leadership team. There you go. That is a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. 855 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Once again, this is, this is our birthday here at Stephen Ted in the Morning. Uh, That's right. 26 years ago on this day, Steve McIntosh sat and hosted this show for the very first time. And here we are 26 years later and we're still going at it. So (laughs) thanks to it. (laughs) Yeah. Happy birthday to us. Exactly. 26 years and counting for Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Hey, want to thank you for listening through all those years and today. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck and then the Dana Show with Dana Last, Sean Hannity Show, news updates all day. Steve and Ted in the morning. Glad you've been with us here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Have a great weekend.